We didn't get news. We didn't get news. Hello, everybody. We didn't get news. We got news. We don't have Six news. 6 9 snitching, bro. 6 9 is snitching. Have you been named the nine tra- tra- gangsta blood? So here's what happened, guys. So on a few episodes last year, I screamed out Treyway. Yeah. And apparently that was enough to get me a lieutenant status in Treyway. Now, that's not that's not that high. I'm third command. Am, am I like on the streets for Treyway? Weekends. It's a weekend thing. It's the very FBI part-time. I'll tell you, I'm sure. It's very part-time. Anyways, I've been named, uh, so Jake is going to do the podcast without me yeah. because I'm getting 35 years. And I'll still be good when we come out, and uh, yeah. it'll be okay. Yeah, they arrested my neighbor yesterday because she's part of the 19 blood. <laughs> <laughs> so. Me and her actually, I ran her click. Gotcha. No, so yeah, he's snitching. It was a wine party cover-up. Just a bunch <laughs> of wine bombs. <laughs> He's snitching. Kanye is um, the, the highest, highest paid, paid hip hop star. Year. Hang on, I actually screenshotted the list. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Uh, welcome to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. By the way, um, that was a bit of an I'm unorthodox. Hakeem. I'm Jake. Uh, the, bit of an unorthodox intro today. We just jumped right in, but today we're going to be talking about Earth Gang's Mirrorland and the fall of Hobo Johnson. Yes. Very. Some exciting. of you are thinking, who is Hobo Johnson? Please stay. Please stick around for yes. Hobo Johnson. We're not just saying that to get you to listen. You probably haven't heard of Hobo Johnson. I didn't until <clears throat> about six months ago. Right. I, I think so. Anybody could get something out of what he's he's got to offer. So seriously, stick around for Hobo Johnson. Pull up pull up his bio for me and just have it have it to the side. Let's read the let, we'll read his Wikipedia when we talk about. It. Wikipedia is one hundred percent right. hundred percent of the school. time. After school. Like, once you graduate, like, mm-hmm. Wikipedia is enough for adults. It's actually the only thing you need to cite. Yeah. All right. So, here, we have 20 of the highest paid hip-hop acts of 2019. Uh, first of all, I want to say that Cardi B also, res- she responded to the list. Cardi B is saying she's making $28 million. Okay, let's be fair. Cardi B responded <clears throat> to, like, three Everything. eighth graders that were making, making a diss song about her. That's right. That's right. She's very petty. But um, she responded to the list and said that she doesn't know where... I think it was Forbes who made this list? Yeah. Was it Forbes? I think so. Okay, either Forbes or GQ. Don't quote me on that one. I think it was Forbes. We're just going to make you jealous with this, like, word jealous while we're talking about it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Breathe the envy. Uh, Cardi B, though, she she got paid $28 and she says that she gets paid way more than that. Yeah, but wouldn't say how much. I do know... But why is she going to reveal her number? She won't. I do know that she has a lot of investments, so she may have more assets. I don't know if they count assets, like acquired assets. No, no, or... no, no, no. She's saying she gets paid more per show. Okay. Or, or whatever. Like she's she's just saying she made more than this essentially. Uh, Birdman, can you believe that? Twenty yeah. million. Blueface. <laughs> no. Hakeem said, looked at me like, yeah, I, yeah, I. No, definitely not from Blueface. Dude, Probably he's, from he's a cash Drake. cow. No, it's, yeah, but stop. He's a cash cow. You know what? You should start a record label with Lil Nas X, Gutta Gutta, and, <laughs> and fucking, uh, fucking Blueface. And you could, yeah, and you could I, come out with sun, with those sunglasses you had on earlier, dude. Come out with those and go, this is my label. And then you fuck them all over like Birdman did. No, bro, they'd be thriving. <laughs> on what? On what planet is there an alternate universe you're gonna be in? Were you and Trump are brothers? <laughs> Don't associate me with that kind of lunacy. Yo, if I'm this getting, is only hip hop lunacy. If I'm getting associated with Treyway, you're getting associated with Donald Trump. 
Um, all so, right. So now the podcast is totally unlikable. <laughs> um, no. Got a, got a, <laughs> anybody else you want to throw in that? Uh, in, in my record label? Like your fourth, your fourth act? You have to have, you know you have the one that's above the rest, you know? But, okay, the point hey, is. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to tell you who your fourth guy is. All right. Tyga. Hell no. <laughs> Soldier Boy? Well, no. We're gonna move on. Point is, Birdman has a lot of talented artists like Blueface and Blueface. Stop and Drake and okay, obviously Drake and fucking Drake. He has made, he has two artists on this list. He made eighteen and nineteen and a half million of the twenty million that Birdman made that year. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nas is still making a lot of money. Wiz Khalifa, I know he tours a lot. Yeah, he does. So he was in there, and well, then and he's got his own strain of weed. So yeah, I mean, look at that business. Everybody's right blowing KK right yeah. now. Um, Pitbull though at 20 18 million uh, he's he literally is Mr. Worldwide yeah it's corny in America but dude, his music is everywhere no I'm saying he should be higher because remember he was whenever he has a hit song I swear I think he I think I've heard numbers like 100 million not 100 million maybe like I don't know but a, a lot of money yeah, he's, for, he's like 100,000 a show yeah he, and he's getting makes. he's and getting he, solid he, streams too from other countries oh also. yeah dale yeah <laughs> His music really is everywhere. Like I heard, I don't mind a Pitbull song every now and then when I'm <laughs> drunk. Dude, if you're drinking, if you're drinking Jaeger shots with some sisters and some friends and some bros at the frat house, and then you throw in a fucking Pitbull song, holy shit, bro! No. We're cracking natties. We're listening to Pitbull, and then we're gonna get really drunk, and then somebody's gonna fight. Somebody else is gonna get some puss, and then somebody else is gonna be in the corner. Taking care of the rest of the bros. Welcome to Hakeem's Fantasy World. <laughs> because no, nobody, that, that's a scenario never happened. That was actually just my freshman year of college. Okay. <laughs> no, I, literally on vacation, I went to four different nation, countries, yes. and I literally heard Pitbull in three of them. <laughs> yeah, because you were in the tourist spots. Yeah. We don't They're like, let's make them feel at home. I didn't feel at home. I, know I felt did. uncomfortable. But that's... <laughs> That's, I will say that's what they think is at home for you. We're going to get back on track. People. We're going to get back on track, but we ate at this place in Belize. Mm-hmm. I think it was the best restaurant ever. The food probably was shitty. I was a little little buzz cuz drinks are super cheap there. And you're feeling it. But they were playing like NLE Chapa. They were playing uh Polo G, the Hop Out song and you know I love. That's awesome. Hop out at your party. That they played that. They played uh, YNW Melly. So they were playing all this music like that is hot over there. Yeah, I mean, literally, like all the people that were working there were singing it. Like the white people and like the tourists were like, "What the hell is I'm this?" I bang. Can you like? <laughs> like he's making eggs. Yeah, I'm shooting at your body. Everybody was vibe. I was like, "This I'm is the coolest the restaurant ever." This gets That's a five awesome. on Yelp. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yes. Birdman should be on that list. He's is Nikki is he, I mean he's still getting royalties from Nikki. So yeah, that's that's Birdman hand. The entire episode. <laughs> so really put some respect on Birdman's name. For for being a successful businessman. He's kind of a kind of a little <laughs> shit, but he's a good businessman. Keep going to this list. <clears throat> that was that was pretty much it. Alright, let's see. Hang on. That I, was the Cardi's Cardi's only mad because Nikki was above her. <laughs> She's like, I made thirty. Yeah. I made 30 million, not 29. Nicki Minaj made 29. J. Cole, 31. <clears throat> uh, Gambino, 35 million. Amazing. Yeah. Childish Gambino. Congrats. Migos, 36 million split 15 ways is about $50 a person. I'm not good with math, but you know. I stop for leap. And then, like, <laughs> that's their money leaving their bank account. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kendrick, 38.5 million. 
Real hip hop ain't dead. Yeah. Um, DJ Khaled, forty million. Eminem still raking in fifty fucking million dollars. How many people want to hear him sing? Uh, what name that Ed Sheeran song that he did? I don't remember. I don't exactly. You sure don't. Yeah. That's how many people want to hear that album. Um, let's see. Travis Scott coming in number five, fifty-eight million. And then there's a big jump to yeah. Diddy at number four spot, seventy million dollars. Drake number three, seventy-five million. Jay Z eighty-one. But Kanye they couldn't beat. $150 million. Yeah. Is that including congrats, Yeezy? Congrats, yes. Yeah, congrats, bro. Coming back from supposedly bankrupt, which that's what neither here nor there. Kim gave him a loan. Kim, Kim Kardashian gave no. me a small loan of $100 million, He's, and I was able to turn that to a billion-dollar company. He is trying to be Trump. Well. He's Trump. That's, that's fine. Big thing is. We're going to build a Yeezy establishment. We're going to make. Clothes. We're gonna make good clothes. We're gonna make very cheap clothes. Kind of a little more deep. Everybody you have to add a little more like words. People Walt Disney. <laughs> now, now Tesla. Now Elon Musk. I want to address the Trump thing because congrats to him for making that much money, regardless of what side you're on. Amazing. That's crazy that you can be that hated at points and make that much fucking. Because money. we did not give a fuck. Yeah. I'm wearing Yeezy 700s right now. Thank you, Kanye. Yeah. Thank you, Kanye. Very cool. Congratulations to Kanye. Yeah. That was a good tangent. That was a good ten minutes. Yeah. So let's we, talk about Mirrorland. Let's do it. Oh, we got it. We skipped right past our fact. What's your fact this week? Ooh, my fact this week. What you know? If you hold your nose, and you eat an apple, an onion, and a potato, they all taste the same. That goes to tell you that eighty percent of taste actually comes from your scent. Yeah. Your olfactory nerves. Hit them with that. School. Yeah. Anatomy of physiology. That's right. All right. So Barbie's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. So that bitch is a Barbie. It had to be. That bitch is Barbara Millicent Roberts. <laughs> Thank you, Young Thug. For I don't know what ones were Roberts. Cop, I don't know. Coppers? You could. He could flip that somewhere. Yeah, somebody could. I'm running away from the coppers. Yeah. So yeah. Barbara That's Millicent awesome. Roberts. Barbie. Mm. Shout out, Barbara. Um, you beautiful. Barbie girl. In a Barbie world. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. We're not gonna sing the whole song. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Mirrorland. Let's do it. Um, first impressions. What What was your mindset going in? What did you think it was gonna be like? So everybody keeps telling me about Earth Gang. My first. I want to talk about my first encounter with Earth Gang was back in 2015. Uh, it was the song Monday, okay. featuring Rest in Peace to Mac Miller. Uh, that was what introduced me to Earth Gang. And then I didn't really uh, listen to any of the other stuff that came out after. I saw the um, something with Rabies. He's, they've got yeah. a couple albums. I we talked about that one the last because Strays with Rabies came out at the same year the Mac Miller uh, feature feature. I downloaded that album but didn't really listen to it. Right. It wasn't until Jermaine's interlude on DJ Khaled's album mm. that I was like, wait a second, Earth Gang. I said I've listened to them. Went back through my phone and obviously I'd listened to Earth Gang. I listened to. I t- this is what I had listened to. It was the EP Torba, okay. which is which was just the days of the week. But that's really the only one I remembered was Monday. Oh, I couldn't. Well, that really has tell the, you that has an F bomb remix. That's a song we wrote wrote out to on the last episode. Oh, that's right, that's right. So I guess I had heard that before, but I really just remembered Monday because that was a song I really liked. Yeah. And then they kind of fell off my radar <clears throat> until they, they picked it up for Dreamville me. Dreamville signed them. Yeah. When when Dreamville signed them, it kind of like oh, okay. 
It legitimized them. But I felt I mean, like I discovered Earth Gang. I, I, so they kind of have like a niche thing for me. I was right. like, oh, I've been riding with them forever. <laughs> they, I mean, 2017. So I think they were still on their own then. Because yeah. it says Spillage Village. But they were signed probably that same year. And Jid was on that tape. So that may have he was on the opened last the lanes. One too. He's been fucking with them for a while. Yeah, so the, really Earth Gang and Jid, they, they, one of them may have opened the lane for the other. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, sure. it appears that Earth Gang opened the lane for Jid because they were first. Well, it goes to show you that there's chemistry in that. A in lot. That uh, kind, of how, kind of how TDE is where... I mean, lately TDE's been putting out the, kind of hit and miss stuff. The one though. thing about this... Is this really goes to show J. Cole's integrity? Yeah. And, and how much he cares about like the art of music? Let's chill. No, I no, hold on. Listen, listen. They might be like a 10-year No, I've got tragedy. a real point for this. Okay. He has... There are no Dreamville credits on this album except for Earth Gang. None. No okay. production credits, no writing credits. I went through every track on Genius. Right. There is no outside Dreamville influence directly noted on this. And that was kind of bizarre to me. And then I remember, like, J. Cole really does kind of preach, like, I'm going to let my artists do what they want. But I hear I hear it in the beats on this album. Well, yeah, I mean... The sound is very... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've kind of made the Dreamville sound, I think. I was going to say, they are definitely integral to it because the, the energy they have on the tracks is really what stood out to me the most. Every single track, they're doing their best. Like, there's not really a, a moment where you feel like the, the delivery's underwhelming... The songwriting isn't good. Like this is a very tight project. Yeah. Every song, every song hits to me. Um, it's like an even keel. I mean, the La La Challenge gets a little annoying to me at the end. Just because I mean, it gets a little yeah, it, that it La La goes a little too long. But that would be my only critique of that because that's a hard song. And it, it started off like I was kind of, when we talked on the last episode. I was like, I was kind of worried that it was gonna be. Not them. Now that they're on Dreamville, this is their big, like the first album on Dreamville. Right. Are they going to go kind of commercial to kind of compete with TDE? And then I heard La La Challenge and I was like, nope, this is Earth Gang as <laughs> yeah. it gets. And yeah. it, it really does. I was like, okay, damn, I'm, I'm excited for this now. So it did change my whole perspective. And also they, that. they definitely have more of a budget now to, to oh, play yeah. with. So I think their sound it cleaned up a little bit, which sometimes... For, for some artists, that can be detrimental, but I, for Earth Gang, it really helped. And also, now that they're attached to Dreamville, I definitely see the direction they yeah. want to go into. And everybody, some people were saying that they, they're like the next, um, the next uh, outcast. But I don't. I don't want to put that label on. No, them. I think it's just because there's a lot of outcast influence. They are Andre three thousand. Yeah. He sounds. Sounds a little bit like Andre sometimes. Yeah, and just it. it's kind of how Outkast was very abstract. Like when you right. listen to Outkast, it didn't really sound like the hip hop that was mm-hmm. hot at that time. If you look at it in retrospect, and this um, really feels like its own sound. Which but to, I haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah, and to go with the kind of like you said, damn, I lost my whole train of thought. I'm gonna give you a second. He's gonna get it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, talking about Outkast. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. J. Cole concert. Yeah. So, to talk about Outkast, they are huge in Atlanta. Yeah. They, I wasn't really rocking, because at that point when I went to the J. Cole concert, I wasn't like deep into Earth Gang and I wasn't like a huge fan, but they had that place rocking in Atlanta. And that's that's when it kind of, I was like, okay, <laughs> these people, they are not just J. Cole's artists. They are hot in their hometown. Which everybody, I think that's a uh, cornerstone to being a successful Hip hop, or even um, even just 
uh, artists some, in general. Some rappers would look at that as a quote starter pack. Like, damn, if I if only I wasn't born in Wisconsin. If I was born in Atlanta. Yeah. If I wasn't from Green Bay. <laughs> what are you talking about? The Bay is popping. No, that's not, not, that's that. not, not that bad. <laughs> I know. Talking about the dubs. Yeah, I think if you're actually from... I mean, you know how some areas you have more advantage than others? Yeah. If you're from the Bay Area, you actually do get a free E40 feature. He gives you one. Everybody gets one. Okay. Tell me what like, it Like Spider-Man. <laughs> but as the album... like After I heard La La Chow, I was like, okay, this is going to be an Earth Gang album. I'll settle down my instant criticism as it's going to be too commercial right or too cleaned up like you said and some people may listen to this and or listen to earth gang and be like they cleaned up their sound this is kind of hard to listen to and it is it's a different sound like you said it's their own sound so you do have to kind of get acclimated to that sound you have to go into it knowing that it's going to be a little different the first time i listened to it i felt like there was too much of a um of a uh, dreamville influence on it i was worried like it was very jazzy you know it has a it has a little bit of funk, and so I was like, ah, oh, this sounds a little too too much like Dreamville. But yeah. then I realized they were kind of the architects of that sound, so it completely changed the perspective for me. And also, after I gave it that second listen, it really clicked. I started to see the even the pop appeal of these tracks, yeah. which for a group that's able to do both, make a pop song and, and it be pleasing to somebody who's more into lyrics, that's yeah. a very tough... Act and who, only who really do and who really kind of paved the way for it? Yeah, J. I mean, J. Cole. J. Cole. I mean, no, really, that J. Cole, was like Kendrick. J. Cole, Kendrick. Everybody. That's when people wanted to hear lyrics again. Mm -hmm. And yeah. even in the yeah, we're not talking right about now. like nineties guys. Yeah. I understand that. I shot all of, all yeah. respect to Rakim, uh, Funkmaster Flex, and the Furious Five. I, think, I know my shit. Listen, I, I think our listeners aren't saying, "Oh, he's didn't mention Rakim." <laughs> Yo, but there is a few. There is that one dude. There, there is probably a few. Motherfucker. First they first they review Ed Sheeran. Now they're gonna talk not talk about the nineties. You ever heard of Wu Tang? No, yes. but they have their own sound. Yes. And J. Cole Kendrick, that's what he wanted to hear lyrics again. And even in this climate where we've got the little pumps and Aubrey all the Graham. Trap, Who when that? when J. Cole drops a record or Kendrick drops a record, yeah. is Aubrey it not Graham. going double platinum and doing all these stupid numbers that yeah, okay, Aubrey Graham, Aubrey Thank you. Drake. Thank you. Okay. All right. Now is we're he talking. really a lyricist? The people he Bite pays are. Bite your tongue, man. The people who pay Oh, pays guess are. who else doesn't write their lyrics that we Kanye West doesn't like his, write his lyrics, but Kanye West is production. Who else, though? There's a lot. There's a lot. Travis doesn't write his lyrics. Travis sure shit doesn't. Yeah. Travis doesn't. The, those artists need missions. I know he does. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Dude, they prove themselves. They got yeah. to that place. Yeah. I feel like once you're there, get some help, dude. Make sure you're putting out the best product. I don't care how it's being made. It's like anyway. hot dogs. We don't need to know how it's made. Anyway, when the lyrical rappers, the J. Coles and the Kendricks, when they drop, they yes. still do the numbers that the others are yeah. doing. And that goes to show you, like, that's that's the wave of rappers that these people have paved. Earth Gang can mix trap and lyricist, lyricism together extremely well, and it sound good. Right, right. They absolutely can. And um, that that's a very tough tough act to follow. Uh, it What I liked about it, again, was, was the funk... Uh, element, and then even the fact that they paid res paid respect to the Atlanta sound by putting Bank and Proud of You like side by side. Yeah, I love the way those tracks roll in together because they're both just very stereotypical Atlanta trap. There, a lot of people that I heard on this, there was I like they pay respect to ODB because with no ODB you wouldn't have music like yeah, this no. because it that everybody would yeah, yeah crazy sound. There, was, there wasn't a lot of like 
eccentric people like ODB and hip hop. It was all kind of I don't want to say generic, but everybody kind of dressed Who's the same. The everybody dressed the same. Hip hop had a one image kind of connotation, and then ODB came in. And everybody was like, okay, it's okay to be weird. Right. Don't be afraid to be different, y'all. <laughs> Blue face baby. Can we get a logic? Can we get a logic sound whenever the board comes back? <laughs> no, he paid. So I heard a lot. I'm biracial. A lot Don't of ODB yeah. after after hearing. I'm biracial. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of ODB. Outcast. We already talked about. Um, mm-hmm. Young Thug. The Young Thug. Uh, I mean, the Young Thug. It's just thug a high track. Yeah, it's uh-huh. that. In Anderson Pack. Johnny Venus has Anderson Pack especially. Yeah. Anderson Pack and them should do a whole album together. And Jid. Because, you know, Jid can yes. sing, too. Yes. Kind of had yeah. that little sing-song. Let's get a Jid and Anderson Puck collab. That, that would be crazy. Oh, my God. That would be beautiful. I would love to hear that. So it's cool. I mean, they're, they're both young. Mm-hmm. Young Venus and Dr. Dr. coming. Dr. Dot. Yeah. Shit, guys. I'm sorry. I'm actually excited for this one. I I'll too. talk that about that later. That freestyle was crazy. Yeah, she's insane. Um, I fucking love Young Man. No, but it's cool to see two artists are both young. Slim, uh, not Slim Thug. Slim Jimmy. No, no. Oh, I thought you were talking about Slim Thug. No. Johnny Venus and Dr. Dot. That's the two artists in the Makeup Earth game. Shout out. They're both young. It's cool to see them paying respects in a non-logic way. Like, we all know who Logic's fan, who he's a fan of. Yeah. Um, but they, they have a good way of blending it all together and making it their own. Um. I just I really had negative thoughts going into it because really? we talked about it in the last one. I saw I saw the Mirrorland Astro World. I was like, come on, that's a little too close. Mm-hmm. It looks like a theme park. I was like, this is really like a cartoon version of Travis's cover. Like mm-hmm. there's this thing you're going into, which is Travis has said. I just there was too much Im- imagery in my mind that was similar. I was like, oh, this may be really bad. When I heard it though, it really felt more just like them introducing themselves. In, and also Mirrorland, also when I was thinking about the why they would name it Mirrorland, it is kind of like I think it's it's a deeper sort of it's reality about, mirroring their yeah, inner selves. And talking about what I think what's going on in their area. Like exactly. the song Swivel. We heard that on Re- Revenge of the Dreamers, and yeah. I was like, why did they put this on here? It's just an Earth Gang song. So but good. now it, I didn't really like it on Revenge of the Dreamers. I didn't either. <laughs> but in context of this album, I loved it. Yeah. Because he's already talked about like Swivel in, in this side, he's talked about like unexpected death, like people dying just like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into Swivel talking about like how you have to watch who you have around you because people will do what he just talked about to you in the song above it. Yeah. So once I heard it in context, I was like, okay, damn. Yeah. In the same way you said Bank and Proud of You yeah. related, I didn't really like Proud of You when it came out. J. Cole tweeted it. Right. And that's really the only way I knew about it because J. Cole's weird on Twitter, dude. He don't tweet. And when he starts tweeting, something's happening. Right. So I turn on J. Cole tweet notifications. I get the tweet. <laughs> And it's J. Cole. I, I see Young Thug. And I was like, what? J. Cole and Young Thug? And remember, this is before the London. So I, this was unheard of to right. see J. Cole and Young Thug together. I love J. Cole again. And he was just plugging the song. Yeah. And that's when I heard it. I was like, damn, this really isn't that good. Right. And then when you hear it in the context of the album after hearing Bank, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. It made more sense. It, sometimes, some people might think like that's us. That's like, oh, it's a cop-out. It's not a good song. In reality... Again, this is this feels like an introduction to Earth Gang and to their sound. So, and it needs to be listened to as a, to me. This as a whole project is incredible. And now that I've experienced it twice, now I can go back and pick songs that I like. Yeah, absolutely. And I could play this on shuffle now, and I enjoy the fuck. And out. to be fair to them, they have a big fan base 
for yeah, being yeah. so new to hip hop. The amount of people that listen to my to on my the friends thing that shows you like who's yeah. listening. Everybody's listening to Earth Gang, and that has a lot to do with the Dreamville tape being they don't, received so well. Like, I'm sure that those two singles didn't hurt them. I'm, out. I'm sure no. they got streams before the album, so it builds up album. But they're not really singles artists. No. They could put out an album and be just fine because of all the other stuff. That, like, you'll you'll see Earth Gang on a Jid album. You'll see Earth Gang on a J. Cole They're album. like good posse. Yeah, cut. you're going to see them in hip-hop because they're popping and people are going to want them on the album. You could probably get away with not doing a single and just drop an album and it would be just a stream. Yeah, but everybody wants... They want something that the fans will listen to over and over again. Originally, what is what the intention of a single was, Jake? You remember how how excited we would get before Lil Wayne dropped an album? Yeah. His singles would be on rotation all day. Yeah. Remember when She Will came out? Yeah. Dude, I pl- I played that song for three days straight. I don't think I listened to anything else. It was just She Will, She Will, maybe she won't. Then again, maybe she will. And then when the album came out, that was me with Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> Mega Mr. President Carter. Yeah. There are certain. Like a single, a really good single keeps you in your fan's head for months. To I just come. think they weren't good as singles. Like I think no, I agree with you. And some artists don't drop great singles. Like yeah, because said. I think to them, I think when they go into an album, at least. But this do you one think they it. have a core following that loves anything they put out? I think they're at yeah, that they level. Yeah, they do. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's that's when singles are effective, regardless, because people just want to hear you rap. Yeah, and they they accomplish that. This this album. This album and Hobo Johnson, we are doing great at pairing these together, by the way. Just fucking killing it. Yeah. But this and Hobo it's like Johnson. It's pairing. It really is. It's Get on this art, level, guys. Sway. <laughs> Ooh, I, lo- I love the energy. Yeah. I love the energy. I really don't fuck with Sway, so. Whoa, don't say that. Don't no, say that. he's just listen, kind of annoying to me. Listen, don't, I'll be honest. Don't say that. Sway, I'll come on. Yeah. Okay. We would both come on. <laughs> if Breakfast Club will both come on, Hot 97, you I'd, take that one over. Okay. You take that one over. Otherwise... I'm going to roast Rosenberg, and then I'm going to take his job. Nah, oh, bro. Me and Rosenberg will be, like, really good friends. <laughs> I'll roast the shit out of him at your house. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, no, they have a core following, for sure. They do. So, so I think that certain artists just will always pull listeners. And, yeah. I, again, the, the, uh, that's another checklist to being, like, a hip-hop, I would say, like, a titan. Dude. Not like g Easy or Logic. Hey, <laughs> you guys aren't titans. I'm still mad about that. But anyways. Are you attacking us, White folks? <laughs> no. Rosenberg first, then Logic. <laughs> Logic's my racial. And g Easy, you're taking down all the titans of hip-hop. All three of them. Can you imagine? The triage. Can you imagine if that triage was on the fucking Mount Rushmore of hip-hop? No, that, that triage needs to be on Double XL. <laughs> October. I want to hear Rosenberg rap. God. No. That'd be a trio. No, no, no. They, they, they will reach Titan status. I believe that Earth Gang has so much more They're to gonna offer. They're going to be a, a staple for I can't wait. And I do think that if they keep putting out projects of this caliber, we could see someday a classic album coming from yeah. them. This do, isn't that, but I think it's a great first impression on the group if you haven't heard from them of them before. Do you think they will be as popping? I know this is going to sound crazy. Without but, Dreamville? No, no, no. Well... They were doing all right. They had the core following before Dream, but they weren't. They were before stacked. DJ Khaled. A lot of mainstream people heard Earth Gang and Jermaine's interlude. Really? Mm-hmm. On the, the major key album. The, I don't um, remember that one too much. I know I got the that's keys. That's right. That's right before he sold. Or right. Before, that was Pete Khaled. It was right before or right around the same time that uh, J Cole signed them. Okay. 
I'll find the song. I, b- I believe that a oh. DJ Khaled co-signed for an artist of their size is, of course, a great look. Yeah, I mean... No, I don't think they would be as big. No. Yeah, I don't think so either. No, because no. I don't think they would have got the mainstream look. And they also are... They have an alternate, alternative because sound. Kaz has been with Dreamville for a long time. Omen has been with Dreamville for a long time. Boz has Boz been, has there been with them. That, those are the three that started it with J. Right. Cole. And then Jid just comes and goes... And they're not huge. everybody up. They're not, they're not popping like Earth Gang's popping, and they just got signed. Yeah. Like... Earth Gang, I think, got a big look from DJ Khaled. Right. Um, and then Dreamville got a big look for the Dreamville 3. This way. Can't call it. Or that. No, dude. I didn't listen to this for a moment. Go back. Go I've back. heard this song. I know this song. Yeah. I that forgot was, this That was, was Earth Gang. Gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We reviewed that. Yeah. I remember when we reviewed it. Yeah, so I think that was a huge look. Yeah, definitely. Sure. And that was actually a well-received Khaled And that's why album. DJ Khaled was on that list. Yeah. Well, that needs a product placement. So Beats gave him some money. Pretty much, any, pretty much any company. Some Every company paid DJ Khaled. We should see if we can get a Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop banner put there. We should. For like $3 million, yeah. you think? I mean, we have we the budget. the best podcast. <laughs> it's a chandelier. <laughs> He's hanging our banner from a chandelier. He goes, look over there. It's a chandelier. No, the DJ Khaled look definitely helps. Definitely. Um, I know, I'm, I'm gonna be, but I'm that doesn't—they're gonna be sticking around. They would still be. Made, they always made good. They made good music before. I just wasn't following it much, and I'm okay with being late to the party sometimes. I listen to a shitload of music, so I, I'm happy to be late to the party. But I want to take all of our listeners with us too. So yeah. you guys, I would highly recommend. I want to ask you about one Maryland. one finish one final song before yeah, we yeah. wrap it up. Sure, sure. Tequila with T Pain. What'd you think about that? Okay, so it wasn't stellar, but it was really nice for T Pain fans like myself and you. Yeah. Well, I didn't like it at first. I was like, ah, I would like to hear T Pain more. And then once I when I was going through the credits trying to find some Dreamville credits mm-hmm. that I didn't find, I stumbled across and I clicked the annotation and it and mm-hmm. it was talking about how. They're he's having like a, a decision in his mind like do I want to just be faithful and not drink like I'm, this is just stress or do I want to drink to get rid of this stress right. like that's what they're talking about in the thing and then having T-Pain an alcoholic well and he's oh. he's recovered right I, I don't he, know I know he went to some oh, did re- he? rehab at some oh, okay. point okay I'm sorry T-Pain then. in that case I'm, fu- <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like very certain okay that. well then all res- I thought so, he was because I remember he did some for I want to get people context because that's fucked up he did Vlad TV interviews talking yeah. about like selling his Bugatti. He was drinking on this fucking cup of just it must have been just straight yeah. vodka. And he's talking yeah, he's he done that trashed. and he's talked about drinking and driving before, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So he it he well, that's has good, a connotation. Then. All right. So I'm, I'm, was not being drunk. Anymore. So it was cool to have him on that. Like, no, this yeah. some people I mean and some people I know several people that can go out and drink like crazy on a weekend and just come to work like it's normal. <laughs> I would be so messed up. <laughs> Like no, the whole week, like I would just feel like mentally imbalanced. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I just yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, you can't get fucked and up every day. To have him on there after like talking publicly about the struggles that he's had, I think that was a good look. Yeah, um, but yeah, definitely kind of a nod to the T Pain fans. Absolutely, um, I love it. It sounds a bit dated if you if you don't if you're not a T Pain fan or if you're if you're a bit of a younger hip hop fan, uh, it could that could he gave be you everything. Concern. He did bitch bow everything. down to keep. <laughs> Ad living to keep ad living DJ Khaled. Bow down, bow down to Neil. Uh, shout out to, to Assad. <laughs> Don't look him in the eyes. <laughs> Assad's sitting in the pool still. Yeah. He hasn't gotten up since they shot the picture. Dad, can I get out now? No. Stay there, Assad. 
rule the empire. Look at the lion statue. Do we have anything else to say about Dreamville? Thank you to Kalani for a good feature. Yeah, absolutely. She's I'm, kind of an enigma these days. She really is. And I really hope her label situation, whatever that is, be handled and she be managed by the right people. Can, yeah, can somebody scoop her and Tiana Taylor up? Please, please, you guys are letting fucking... Uh, no disrespect to Doja Cat. I love Juicy. I eat that lunch. But can you? Can somebody please manage Kalani? Yeah. Please. I don't want to disparage any other female artists. Y'all are all putting out good fucking music. Right now is a good time to be a female artist. Oh, yeah. Because the quality of female artists now is is the best it's been since Lauryn Hill. Yeah. Honestly. Honestly. And I I'd, I know that I've said that some and female that's in artists... And that's in a hip-hop connotation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not talking about Taylor Swift. I'm not talking about... Because I think 80, Lady Gaga is like immensely talented. Shut up. Oh, yeah. But, and Ariana Grande, too. Yeah. In general, females are killing it right now. Yeah. I'm I'm all for it. Lady Gaga's been killing it. Yeah, of course. She put on a makeup line recently. She's I wasn't the closest, watching the Jeffree Star review before I came here. She's the closest thing <laughs> us light light folk have to Beyonce. I think. Light folk. <laughs> I didn't well, know, you got in a politically correct I'm way. Just, I I'm just seeing a bunch of white people going. God damn! Is I don't that, even think is I that a Lady Gaga concert, honey? <laughs> let's go to the Lady Gaga concert. People get so triggered these days. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say cracker. We don't care about yeah, triggering no, people. We don't. But anyway, us light folk, Lady Gaga is yeah. the closest thing we'll have to Beyonce. Yeah. Please take, please take Kalani and and and, cor- and grow that beautiful talent. Yeah. And make her the star that she deserves to be, please. Yeah. Maybe. But thank you to She's her dating kid. YG for some news that we didn't what? have at the beginning. Oh, yet. no, she can't do that. She's too. dating YG. Treyway. They're going to talk about her. She's maybe. linked too. Maybe. Maybe YG will have some hand in her career. Was Bracken. Was Bracken, <laughs> but. We are in no way affiliated with any gangs. Her name does start with a K. It was spelled. That's a Killa, C. That's Killa Kalani. Yeah. Uh, what if you found out on her birth certificate it's actually spelled with a C but she changed it with a K? Yeah, it's gonna have red crayon scratched now out that's K written. <laughs> YG's YG has like a stamp promoting. Was Bracken Doc? <laughs> no, maybe YG will have some hand in her career. We'll did, see. Did you like Did you like the song "Stuck" with Aaron Ray? It, I it was a bit boring. Yeah, I did. I, I literally like the only note I had was decent. What do you think of the ending? Just kind of boring. Let's talk about the ending, and then we'll end. Well, my last note was not a lot to talk about, so it must okay. have been pretty boring. Yeah, yeah, I don't really. I listened remember. to this album four times, so yeah, it drops a little bit after uh, Blue Moon or after Trippin'. I think it could have could have used a stronger ending. Wings was good, and it was a, an effective outro, the last track, but it just it was too long, and I was wanting something a little more hard hitting. How long is it? I think it was in the four minutes. Yeah, you're right. Four minutes. Uh, four minutes seven seconds. I just. It didn't match the intensity of some of the other songs in the album. It, there, but the energy his, drop a little bit towards the end is is a little sharp. I mean, they're obviously doing it for somebody. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I don't really have any criticism of the album. Like, it flows nothing, well. Nothing I listened intro. to. I said like I had a question myself about like well, why did they do that? Yeah, yeah. There was no like oh god, please take this off the album. Yeah, nothing, none of that at all. What are you rating it, Jake? An eight. An eight. Me too. Me too. I mean, I it's solid. Well, I mean, if I if I can't complain about it, well, yeah, I think that does really well. And like I said, it sounds original. Which, yeah. thank God, something original can still come out in 2019. Yeah. Um, Bro, I, Post Malone just had an album. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I do have if 
for for all of you that know about Hakeem pointing out merchandise that I really don't have in here, I do have some Post Malone merchandise. Dude, he really There's a Post Malone pop figure up on the, the sneaker case. Yeah, and the Blink-182 and Lil Wayne concert poster I've been there. to every show yeah, that yeah. Lil Wayne hasn't showed up to. <laughs> what are your... My favorite tracks on this one? I'll go ahead and say mine first. Proud of You, Bank, Up, um, Swivel, and... Damn, that's crazy. Fields. I'm sorry, not feels. <laughs> Tripping with Galar's are usually different. Like I'm usually the songs that Hakeem is like shitted on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you like Panini? <laughs> I love Panini. <laughs> Sandwiches and song. Yeah, both. Yeah. Um, no, a lot of ours matched. Um, Up, Bank, Proud of You, Tequila, and Swivel. Yeah. So almost cool. I mean you had what, Fields? Yeah. Was no, 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 I'm sorry. I meant tripping. They were next to each other. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so all but one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like this album a lot. Um, it has a really good flow. I, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, it, it, it won't make my top ten, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, because it, it does... I mean, there's... I like the songs that we just named are in my rotation, yeah. but I don't think I'll go back to the album as Same. a whole. Same. But it's very abstract, non-traditional, so if you're looking for something that, from not a little rapper, probably like this, or find mm-hmm. something in it that you like. Yes, and stay tuned for our review of Hobo Johnson because that's for sure somebody that's not a trap rapper. That's right. No mumble raps. No mumble raps here. Stay tuned. Bye-bye. We are back. What you rocking? We skipped it last week. So um, Jake has pointed out to me that I'm actually the hip-hop Simon Cowell. Yes. And He's we- always wears the same outfit to, to work, the podcast. Always wears the same thing. I got my khakis. I got the easy 700 Vantas. Yeah. And I got Simon Cowell shirt. has the black shirt. Hakeem's missing just the V out yeah. of the shirt. Yeah. We'll get him some scissors. Fuck this. Yeah, the- Fuck this. Fuck this album. Well, we have UK listeners now. I feel bad for being slightly racist. It's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. They understand. No, don't get me started. You all understand. Well, I'm like Michael Scott when they- you get me going. <laughs> I get really offended and think it's hilarious. Your impressions are... <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's, it's, no, that's the it. truth. Oh. But yeah, so he always wears the same thing. And I'm always over here with something flashy on. <laughs> Some, sometimes when we get an artist that's like... You know, Hakeem's just super critical about everybody. You have to be like baby Jesus to, to yes. pass the Hakeem test. And I'm over here like wearing some flashy shit. <laughs> Lil Nas X comes out. I was like, Nah, dude, he's kind of hot. Come dog. on, dog. Come on, dog. Yeah, you don't on. think you could make it past his first round? Yeah. I'm gonna put this dude in the semifinals. Yeah. <laughs> so this is really like American. Jake Idol. honestly is a bit of a Paula Abdul too. Now that I mention it, because he's just like, I like it. It's yeah. got a, it's got a funky beat. Yeah. <laughs> it, did, but you know what? That's you true. and I both have that tendency. Yeah. Like I like an album. I remember Young Thug. Yeah. Remember, I was Paula Abdul in the, for a while. Yeah, I, I was like, that. I love it. Yeah. It's Listen, you're not great lyrically, but you have a vibe. And you're making it to the second round. I guess. <laughs> so, all right, Randy. Tell me what you're wearing. All right. It's pretty plain today. I got on the blurred checkered vans, white and black. You rocked denim, those as much as my denim. Bro, it was so nice today, the weather. It was nice. I just got back from vacation from where it's like 93 and like 110% humidity. Yeah. Like literally, you feel like you breathe water. Your balls <laughs> sweat. If you're a female, you, your balls still sweat. It's that hot. My balls was hot. Yeah. Absolutely. Shout out Dirk. <laughs> the Black Beast. And it, for those of you who aren't UFC fans, <laughs> that is his, his, that is his moniker. Like 
Hulk that's his Hogan. Nickname. That's his, yeah. That's, that's like Hulk Hogan. The Derek yeah, the Black Beast Lewis. Yeah. So Shout out. Don't get you. triggered. Trigger warning. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I'm wearing a Friends t-shirt. Shout out. 25th anniversary of Friends. Happy 25th anniversary. Ross! Yeah, to, pretty much happy anniversary white people. Yeah, shout out. We love, we love Friends. Yep. Well, you know, I think everybody loves Friends. Yeah, well, a yeah. lot of people love Friends. Yeah, I'm, I, to be fair, people try to say Friends, Seinfeld. I'd lean more towards Seinfeld. Like yeah. as my favorite, that'd be if I had to choose to get rid of one. Friends Every, would be. Everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond is low key fire. Shout out to everybody loves Raymond. Me, me and my dad and my mom, dude. Every night, yeah. that's the show that we put on as a family, dude. And if you guys don't have a show that you watch with your families, you're not real families. Yeah. So before find we that get, show. before we get too deep into this, yeah. Do you remember the episode where <laughs> Ray's laughing. mom paints or sculpts that sculpture that looks the like vagina. a vagina? <laughs> but as a kid, I had no idea, bro. Like, yeah, I didn't understand why it was so funny. Right. I just thought, like, in my head, it was still funny to me. I just thought Raymond was, thought it was like ugly. Like, yeah. I was he. I, in my head, I'm saying, what the fuck is this? So I'm thinking, oh, Raymond must be saying, what the fuck is this? Right. But you can't say, what the fuck is this on TV? <laughs> yeah. So he's just giving her hell for it. Yeah, now it's hilarious. Yeah, it's such a good show. It's something you can throw on with the family. Yeah. Shout out to everybody who loves yeah. Raymond. That's what I'm rocking. Hakeem already told you what he's rocking. Vantas, khakis, black shirt, let's go. Yep, chest hair. Chest hair, out. The only thing you need is Simon Cowell's hair-plugged looking head. <laughs> Hakeem is Simon Cowell with no with hair on top. I'm like Vin Diesel. Vin whoa, 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 whoa. You're stepping on toes. Yeah. Here. Oh, oh, sorry, dude. Sorry. sorry. I bleed Corona. <laughs> if if there's a Corona within five feet of Jake, I know. all of a sudden, for some reason, he has his bottle cap ready. He goes, is there a Corona? There's Corona here? Good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're rocking. Let's talk about some stuff coming up this yes. month so uh, in October. I only want to hit really at the end of September. Right. I do want to hit something that two shoes that already dropped, just to shout them out. We're not going to talk about them. Yesterday. Yes. The uh, the Jordan 4 Fossils. Women's colors right now are much better than the men's colors right now. Again, I wouldn't say much better, it. but they're having some like really cool ones. Like I'd be like, damn, I want yeah. that. Every like, single women's shoe, not every single one, but 90% of them, I've been like, god damn, I wish they made a size yeah. 17s. Sometimes they have 13s, and I can wear a 13, but right. I, they only had 12s in that one. At least yeah. on at least on sneakers for those. Right. Of you that are in the Nike Elite. I'm I'm very lucky. I've won Travis Scott ones on sneakers. I'm probably gonna win the sixes too. I'm gonna yeah. win sixes. Yeah. We're 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 making our rounds. We're making our rounds. Yeah. Thank you, Donald. The cloud whites. Somebody. Let's keep going. Yes, the cloud whites. I'm sorry, Andrew. They already dropped. Um, I am not going crazy on StockX. No, but I like them, and I, I'm going to try and get a pair. If they drop to 240, like you're saying, I hope I, you're right. I don't know, 240, 250. There'll be there'll be some sizes under 250. Hey, by the time the podcast is done, he's going to be like, oh, dude, 265 would be a really good deal on. Like that's a steal. And I'm going to be like, no. Jake, why are you lying? <laughs> so, like, are those? I think those are your sesames to me. Like, dude, I wanted the sesames. That's one shoe that I was like genuinely upset about missing. You can get them though. They yeah, they're so they're re reasonable now. I just have God, I, every white dude with the same color khakis as mine, like the shorts. Yeah, they wear sesame Yeezys. Bro, they're crazy. They're crazy. They go stupid. That's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, that, that, those came. They did a reflective and non-reflective per norm here and then lately. The reflectives are five thousand dollars, and then the non-reflectives. Yeah, that that type has kind of died too. I don't. Because when you clean them, stupid. When you clean them, you rub the three M off. Yeah. Um, or do you start to scuff it? I wouldn't wear the reflectives if I owned them. Like, I'd yeah, try and get a I pair would, of the non-reflectives. Yeah. Like, the reflectives, I think, they make such a limited amount. Bro, in Tampa, 
on vacation, there was a guy in the mall, like, cleaning shoes. Like, I was like, damn, like, this is cool. Like, this is our shoe shiner. Yeah. So I walk up to him, and he cleaned. I was wearing the statics, and he cleaned them, bro. They, I didn't even realize they were that dirty. Like, yeah. when I looked at him, I was like, damn, they're crispy. <laughs> I but, put mine in the washing machine. See, with those having plastic in them, I'm kind of worried. Like, I don't want, I don't want it to break down the plastic. I've just, I've just had them waterproofed, and I just keep up with it. But yeah, it was so cool. Like, it was kind of nostalgic. Be like, damn, like people used to get like their just like shoes the good old up. days. Yeah. <laughs> Except I tipped him a, a well amount. Oh uh, sure, dude. Yeah. I'm sure. You threw him a nickel. You said, "Stay in school, sonny," and then you went on to your fucking cruise. If I'd have said that, I, I probably would have been looked at like I was a racist. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about the situation. He actually had on a suit and a top hat, and he said, Great job, boy! <laughs> I did not say that. You can see that movie scene, though, can't yes. you? Yes, those that was old that, 40s Hakeem movies? is describing, for those of you who may have gotten triggered again, Hakeem is describing like an old movie scene like when yeah. people get the shoe shine. Yeah. Looks they good. would say like the most racist thing back then it was accepted, like, Think of Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Just go watch some. Go watch some Dave Chappelle if you don't get my fucking humor. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the first class ones are coming out. Those have been teased for a long time. I'm not really a fan. That yellow is too bright. If it okay. was a little more like a like a mustard yellow, yeah, I'd be down with it. I'm not in going to a rave, so I'll leave those on the shelf. Yeah. But they just have some little any any time right now. Like Virgil made like the throwing extra shit on shoes stuff so popular. Yeah. Anytime Nike slaps something on there that's not usually on there, everybody's hot for it. Yeah. I I kind of like this off white dunk. Uh, I think it's just the lace that's kind of fucky. Well, it has to be. If not, everybody would be like, "Bro, you're just recreating yeah. a dunk." Like. Yeah. Uh, oh, don't forget the little. Yeah, orange I'm not saying he's out of tricks, but he's out of tricks. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, well, and I'm sure it's not getting as much attention now that he's with Louis. Guess what? Guess what? Yeah, Louis these, making What's going to happen with these? They're going to resell yeah. for three thousand dollars, and it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because they're because it's Virgil, yeah. and he's killing it. At first, it'll, they'll drop a little bit. They have dropped. So prices manageable prices. I mean, not not manageable. No, like you you buying those Yeezys. <laughs> you know what, dude? That kind of level. I'm gonna. Pull up some fucking Elevators. I hope one day you buy some just boof-ass Yeezys off StockX and I go, remember those fake Yeezys you bought for 280 and you couldn't get your money back? God. All right, the the Travis 6s, I am going to try for those. I've never had a pair of 6s. They don't, they're not my favorite Jordan. Let's admit this here. This is the least favorite of the one he's dropped, of the shoes he's dropped. No, the 33s are worse. Okay. I like these. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've got. But they're gotten, not like the, these. Don't look like crazy. The thing I like about it is you just don't like the cactus jack on the fucking. No, this is pull tab. most of the Jordan sixes are kind of flashy. Like you know the like the Hornets colorway. They had the the white, like the teal and the purple. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of the six colorways are just flashy, and that's the one thing about Jordan brand that I don't like. I like more of the subtle Jordans. The earth that's, colors. Yeah, that's subtle. Like I mean, I, I have some you white can wear Jordans. That, that that's works. not subtle, but yeah, that's yeah. Like you can wear that to work. I, this I wouldn't wear like, that as a flex. Like I want to wear that shoe. I think the I think the the pouch on the side is a bit of a Travis or like a Kanye kind of thing. Yeah, this is very Yeezus, yeah, Yeezy inspired. And shoe. I wear like jeans a lot, so the patch wouldn't be like this is perfect with a pair of jeans or some some chino pants and that fucking yeah. sweatshirt. Go ahead, Astro World. Jake, what's going to happen? No, I want is to wear those shoes. You're going to put these on your feet, and then you're going to put the ones on your hands, and then you're going to have on all three of those, and then you're going to go, Travis, Travis, will you sign spoon, something? I have a spoon, too. 
<laughs> the spoon's in your mouth. <laughs> Travis Scott actually spoon feeds me. That's my greatest fantasy. But no, I want to. I want to wear spoon feeds you those fucking ones. I want to wear the sixes. The ones are. In, I mean, it's great that they're Travis, but that's a grail to me because the one is like that's my favorite. Yeah. You can't wear it. I'm gonna wear it to my sister's wedding. I'm keeping those shoes forever. Like that's. I'm proud. Like that's like my Datsun. Like those yeah. aren't going anywhere. Those are gonna be passed down. Someday. I don't know if they'll get passed down. That like pass, maybe it maybe pass it, them down to me. Maybe at some point, <laughs> I'll like be out there on the basketball court at the nursing home at ninety. <laughs> These shoes cost one thousand dollars. <laughs> Grandmother, seventy cents. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wears Nike anymore. It's a dollar. What's a dollar? <laughs> Last thing here. Uh, Okay, Jake. I'm, there's a shoe. Go check out the Instagram. Yeah, I want to save that for the Instagram. And then the last shoe here, the Shattered Shattered Backboard 3.0. Jake says they look like an old woman's No, like the, skin. <laughs> Whose grandmother did they kill to make that leather? Put the lotion in the fucking basket. That, like, that looks like the corner of Jennifer Aniston's eyes. Boom, roasted. Yeah. Boom, on roasted. the Friends anniversary. Happy anniversary. We were friends. on a break. That's all. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. Brain. No, I, I mean, I like. Uh, here's what I like about it: the bottom, the this, I like, like off white bottom, I like the off-white. very similar to the Travis Scott one. They did it on the Jordan One Couture's too, the and black and red ones. So that's cool because they do yellow. That's, that's just that's like the the clear on the Jordans right. yellowing. It just happens. Yep, I think I think these will these will look better in person. I'm I'm not a hundred percent that I'd buy them. It's still a skip. It's a skip. Yeah, it's a skip. It's a flip. I like it. Not to steal another podcast. Shout out to full size room. We love you guys. We're fans. Yeah. No, but the, the shoe. What, what's the name of that shoe you're talking about? We shattered backboard. No, the the one that we're gonna say for Instagram. Oh, the skeleton. Okay, so it's a it's an Air Force One. I think it's been has that one been done before? It's been done, but not like this. This looks more like it has. Is pirates like? Um, oh, that's probably just the person. The yeah, top, the, the photographer. Photo. Yeah. Um, it's just a. It looks like it may. I think it's canvas, mm-hmm. or is it leather? I th- it'd I be cooler know. if it was canvas. But I don't know. it's a black Air Force One with like the. This is a rave of a skeleton. Shoe. This is a like rave, like an X-ray. Yes. Of your foot. And it looks like. Yeah, it looks like Trump laying down on his stomach. Like if you put him in a like a, what is it a CAT scan? Yeah. An MRI. And he, they Doc, said, is, they it, said, uh, is it ass cancer? President Dick Cole, please lay on your stomach. <laughs> is it ass cancer? Yeah. Doc. Please lay on your stomach. That's what they put on this shoe. Nike is really trolling Donald Trump. So yeah. we're going to put that on Instagram and see if you agree. Yeah. 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 Let us know in the comments. Alrighty. Um, all right. That's all. I, that's all. Hakeem's been, Hakeem has the iPad and we're so removed. <laughs> he did it again. We're so removed from buttons on iPhones that he has an old iPad. I think it's like an iPad Gen 3. I use it for work. It's a damn brick. Yeah, it is. It's heavy as hell. Oh. Anyway, he's trying to navigate this device and he keeps hitting the button because it's it. not a swipe up. Look at that. Look how easy this is. It is. Shut up the iPhone. Hobo Johnson. Hobo Johnson. Fall of Hobo Johnson. This is a long one, so we'll we'll put the time when Hobo Johnson starts because we really did try to get people to listen to Hobo Johnson. Yes. Now, if you're a fan of the podcast, you're listening all the way through. But we're gonna put this time because this is important. Like, yeah, we'll put the timestamps in the description. Yes. But we should say that in the beginning, not when we're 53 minutes in, though. Right. Figure it out. Hopefully, they made it. Just put that in the description. Hey, everybody! Thanks for tuning in to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We really appreciate the support. 
If you are listening on an Apple device, please rate and review the episode. This helps us grow. It also shows us how we can better serve you guys. Also, don't forget that we are on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Hit us up with questions, comments, even criticism. Once again, that's HLHPO. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome. Uh, if you came from the timestamp, yeah. how's it going? Yeah. How's it going? Glad you found us. Yes. Now, Hobo Johnson. Follow Hobo Johnson. Jake, tell us about Hobo Johnson. Well, Dylan actually first showed him to me. He said, hey, have you ever heard of this song called Peach Scone? Mm-hmm. Pulled it up, and I was like, okay, he's... He's kind of cool. He's kind of niche. I was like, ah, but I'm not. I'm not really a fan. Like, you've made me aware. You're aware. I, you made me aware, but I don't really care. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Somebody said that before. No, they didn't. It's original. <laughs> it's going on the mixtape. Yeah, it's original. All right. Um, no, it's, I didn't care. But then when I heard typical story, Dylan again said, or I, I asked Dylan. I said, Hey, did you hear that new Hobo Johnson song? Because Snapchat. We're all so programmed. Snapchat says he has this super awkward commercial on Snapchat. He says, hey, guys, it's Hobo Johnson. He said, have you heard my new song yet? Typical story. (laughs) He's like, go check it out. Like, it's really like that. Like, it reminded me of, like, somebody as annoying as Matthew McConaughey talking. Does he look like what what I think he looks like? I'll pull him up for you. Like, kind of just skinny white guy? No, he's he's actually kind of a... Is he black? He, no, he's white. Is he biracial? <laughs> no, he's not logic. Oh, God, logic? You thought it was a logic oh, personality. Oh, no. This is a logic review, guys. Uh, the title of this podcast is Hakeem Hates Logic. I don't hate logic. I just didn't care for Supermarket. The book. Pretty Young Thing is still okay when I'm drunk and alone. No. Pretty Young Girl. Sorry. Back this to is, Hobo. Yeah, in parentheses, Hakeem Rose Logic. <laughs> Episode. No, so here's Hobo Johnson. He's from California. I learned this because he says Sacramento, and it kind of sounds like South Carolina. He says sitting in a room in Sacramento. But if you listen to the album, you'll know it's he's a little his voice is kind of distorted at times. He uses a lot of different effects. So yeah. I was like, he says South Carolina. So I scroll up and read the lyrics and Sacramento. he said Sacramento. Yeah. Um, but no, so Dylan showed me him originally, and I asked him, hey, did you hear this new Hobo Johnson song from the Snapchat commercial? Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of got me interested. He looks he looks like a theater kid. Yeah, he he looks like an... I don't want to say it meanly, but he kind of looks... He just looks like a nerd. Like, I don't mean that yeah, in any like sort a, of way. Yeah, like a theater guy. He, he did, looks a, a little bit... He did a bit, tiny desk where he, you need to watch it. Yeah. If you, look at, if you look up this YouTuber, he's a Russian YouTuber named No Fuckers, that's... He's Hobo Johnson. I found it out. No fuckers is Hobo Johnson. Spread that meme around. Um, yeah, so I didn't really have much exposure to Hobo Johnson. I'd heard heard of him. Shout out to Carl. Thank you, my brother. He's the one who told me about Hobo Johnson. Um, sent me a song of his. Um, I saw this drop on like the Apple, just the albums yeah. tab. It was so on. It was on it. what we're loving. I think at one point. Okay, that's cool. Well, shout out to that's a big look. That's a big look, Hobo Johnson. Um, typical story. Starts pushes the album off. It's a great opener, very emotional. He almost is always on the verge of like breaking down. Yeah, which I love because the, of the title of the, the first. Album. Yeah, the first thing I took, like the my first big like deep thought about like okay, what does this really mean? Like he, you can tell what he's talking about is genuine. It's not 
something it's he made life. up. It's yeah, his whole life. It's not life. something he made up. And, and I'm not saying all of it's true because in a day in our, now artists can say whatever. I mean, it, it's everywhere. Yeah. So all this may not be something that's happened to no, him. No. But he's in the like mental state and around enough of that to be able to think up that scenario. Right. So you can tell the things he's talking about is genuine. I love the song. I love Ugly Kid. Yes. Ugly Kid Kid. What did you think of that one when it first came on? All I literally do all I wrote was like, "This is so sad" because you could really tell. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be rude, but he, in today's standards, he's kind of an ugly kid. Not now. I but think like, the opposite because like now, like the no, now that's guys cool. But like kind of in. in our like, if if that's a kid we went to high school with and that's what he looked like in high school, mm-hmm. like in our my point of view, like that's kind of an ugly kid. I, I was kind of an ugly kid, so. I don't know. We weren't all wearing Hollister. Well, listen, listen. listen. Oh, I thought about this. I got it, guys. I thought about this before the episode. I may have bought Yeezy 350s, but at least I never wore Hollister. That's fine. That's fine. Bomb I did drops. think about this. Like, okay, yeah, it's it's cool to look like Justin Bieber in high school when we were in high school, mm-hmm. but I still look like a boy. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, it was fine for like four years. Yeah, you're cool. You had four years of it. Now I look. you look like a man-child forever. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. boy. It's very weird. Very weird. People ask me, like, you can't grow hair on your arms. I mean, there is hair, but there's not a lot. But like, it's a slice. What is happening? I'm That's what I'm you. saying. Like, it, yeah, boy. It's looking just... like this paid off in high school, but now it's doing nothing for me. I'll make the same as the next guy. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Looks don't matter. Yeah. Now, exactly. it, now it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. But you can tell. Like, I feel like he was really bullied in school. Like, I, Maybe. I feel like. I didn't get that sense. I really oh, felt like saying, it like, was a play. The entire time I was listening to this, I really felt like I was sitting through a play. It was, of course, it was the 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 selection of of music. I wouldn't even say beats. Like it's straight up fucking music. Oh, yeah, because the guitars and yeah. And remember on them. the last episode we we were talking about it either before or after. It may have been during the podcast. Mm-hmm. We're talking and. You were like, did they label it hip hop? And they did because <laughs> yeah. there's some tracks where you you'd be like, this most is not of really this. a. Uh, hip hop, and then there's influence all over the place. You use auto tune places where you wouldn't typically use auto tune, so there's elements of hip hop all over it. But he's went even off of Peach Scone, the first song I heard, I would not have called him a rapper. Mm-hmm. I figured it would have been alternative or indie. Yeah, yeah, I think alternative now is pretty much the label. I don't see that many. Yeah, like I don't indie. think genre doesn't matter anymore. No, it doesn't, unless you're country or you listen to that urban music <laughs> and call Joy of Tokyo Benny Hanna. That's it. There's no genres anymore. It doesn't matter. And the hip-hop's in everything. Yeah. And that just goes to show you, thank you to the internet for something that's positive. Uh, another track that I want to point out on here, that really was the, was like, the, to me, this is one of my favorite songs of 2019, You and the Cockroach. Yes. Well, going through... It is hilarious. Like, it's the amazing. first few times. Yeah. I only had, and this is my only negative comment about the whole album. Mm-hmm. Is which if you view it like a play, maybe I need to look at it from that perspective, and maybe it would make more sense in the long term. Yeah. But I feel like over time, that's gonna be the one thing I will definitely skip. Like, okay, right. it, was, it was so funny the first time, but like you're like, okay, I've heard, I've heard, say it with your chest. I've heard that seven times. <laughs> I love the like, way it flows, though. That's what I never get sick of. The way he picks up, like after. So pretty much the story is, guys. You'll never. It's it's a Rick it's and Morty human, episode if you watch Rick and Morty. No, no, he's just talking about he's talking about human evolution. So he he says how the fish becomes a human after they put on hands and legs. Then the human meets a girl. 
they come together and then they learn that they're gonna die and then they're like so they have to create something to make sure they're not afraid of dying anymore so they make religion and then they make government and government makes conflict and then um, they just more and more religion makes conflict government makes conflict they all make conflict they nuke themselves then cockroaches take over yeah and I don't want to spoil the end of it but the the joke what, at the end is really good. The thing that I was thinking the whole time is like, think of all the artists that Dan Harmon has tried to help like work with. Dan yeah. Harmon's a writer of Rick and Morty. He let he. I know you've roasted Logic. This all comes full circle. Logic had his own Rick and Morty episode where he did a voice. Kanye is supposedly getting his whole episode. Get a whole season. Could you not see that? Whole scenario being played out on a Rick and Morty episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what I was thinking. I was like, damn, like this is like most people don't think that way. I don't want, but it's very logic. Like it's it's extremely logical, but nobody thinks like that. I was gonna say I think that's been thought of before. I'm sure, but I think it's this is very logic esque. This album, can we say that? Yeah, a bit logic esque. Like if you're a logic fan, but the difference I'll say is. Logic has kind of deteriorated a bit as an artist, whereas I would say Hobo Johnson, I mean, he's he's not new. Yeah, he, and I don't I don't think for a while, but I don't think he's going to like the next album. I don't think is going to be super hip hop. And this no. I would say this is super hip hop, but it's not going to get labeled as hip hop because was the other ones labeled hip hop? Yeah, they are. Yeah, he just seemed like I got more alternative and indie vibes from him. Yeah, I do too. But again, like you said, genre doesn't matter. Yeah, so we're going to talk about him anyways. Oh, now it says alternative. What the fuck? Uh, That's creepy. Let's see what mine says. It just said hip-hop rap like three seconds ago. Now I said it should be alternative. Mine says hip-hop rap. Look what mine says. It may be the version that you've added. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so the newest... There must have been some some update. Thank you, Kanye, for fucking up our libraries. Now everybody (laughs) goes back and fix their album. You should have done it right the first time. (laughs) And if you did it, you could have been like, no, it's yeah, because to be the, one my, the one in my, uh, yeah, the, the one, one in my, yeah, the one in my library says hip hop rap, yeah. Okay, so go back to the album. Man, they little Nas X'd him. <laughs> what the fuck? That's his. That is that is his purpose. He got Damn. his own catchphrase. They little Nas X'd him. Subaru Crosstrek, another great song. Hilarious. It's so perfect. That uh, is a bit of a nod to Sir Lil Dicky. Oh, yeah. What song is that, my friend? I'm Save that right. money. I'm really not that big of a Lil Dicky fan. But Save That Money. I don't remember that song. What's the chorus? What's With the Fetty Wap? No, bro. I, I was not on Fetty Wap. We're going to save that time. money. Bro. Yeah. I... Did you have a coma and you completely forgot about this era? Bro, I was not like big into Lil Dicky when he was popular. Dang, I discovered okay. him after the hype. That was like a big song, though. It was on the radio. Yeah, sure. I didn't... I don't remember who. I think I kind of tuned him out. I was like, oh, God, I feel that. Little Dicky. So it was a bit of a callback to that. You know, he's talking about he got his new car and it's a Subaru Crosstrek. It's subverting that expectation, f- flexing on on listeners instead. He's that's that is like very. That's the one I, I I got a lot of Chance influence. Like I heard like heard like Chance the rapper. Okay. In, not I wouldn't say interpolations, but like the way he pronounces some words, and mm-hmm. kind of with the different like. Kind of alternative, like it was like acid rap, ten day kind of chance to me. Yeah, yeah, it was. I like that he embodies like the real rap motifs. Like I'm rapping about my car. Like right. he's talking about all V12 engine, but he's talking about soft suspension. Yeah, like he's embodying all these like 
braggadocious Jay-Z Rick Ross lines into modern, like, just middle class. I can't even fit in my car, boss. I'm I'm 99% sure Rick Ross has flexed the fact that he could barely fit into his car. I would. Yeah, he said, like, he said, I can't even fit in my Ferrari. Yeah. Something like that. It really is a true line. I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm going to find that line. Yeah, I mean, that's what he's doing, but he's just talking about normal that's life. That's exactly what I would do. Like, we could go out and buy a Subaru Crosstrek. Yeah. Well, no, I can't, but I'm glad you can. I actually can't. You so, could buy a used one, bro. No, you know like what? Like salvage title? Actually. You could buy a cross track. Actually, and fuck you, Hobo Johnson. Somewhere. You're still flexing on me because yeah. I drive and not none of your business. <laughs> it's actually a, a Ferrari, guys. I'm doing fine. Okay. Yeah. I'm fucking rich. Yeah. No. I'm it only plays one Ferrari. song and it's, get out my lane, <laughs> Ferrari boys. Uh, no, but that's, I was like, damn, he's really rapping about his car. And that kind of was sentimental to me because I have a song about yes. a car. About your beautiful Datsun. Yeah. Um, so uh, I want a dog is a sweet ass ending. I felt really. I I've never heard a, a rap album that makes me feel like, oh, you know what, what I mean. There was a bit of moments on here where I was feeling like I was watching a romantic comedy. Yeah. He could he, he could really write movies. Yeah. Plays. He could have he could have been yeah. a soundtrack on Punch Drunk Love, the Adam Sandler movie. That he'd be perfect, God, perfectly paired with. That's that. a heavy ass yeah. song, uh, movie. What if this dude maybe just be he may be like the smartest dude ever. He may be like I'm just so vulnerable. I'm this guy. He's probably getting like all these girls. All these girls. And he was just like a normal kid. Listen, that's not that no, smart. Not that's an old ploy. Yeah, it's it, it's just a conspiracy. And Hold Britney Spears talked about yeah. it. Hey, Britney, Britney Spears talked about it. Womanizer. Okay. Can I call Britney Spears washed, or is that uh, does fit washed? Motherfucker. Okay. Hey. Okay. So I'll correct myself. Apparently, Britney Spears is the closest thing us white mm. folk have to Beyonce. Celine Dion. She's on that level. Okay. True. Celine Dion. I would go to see. She's Britney foreign. There's a difference in American white and being white. Yeah, she's foreign. That doesn't count, bro. Celine Dion wasn't in a schoolgirl outfit. I'll give you that. But she, listen, no, 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 no. I'm saying like the viewer, like fans. Oh yeah. If, yeah. if I were a pop star, there'd be a difference in appealing to American fan or yeah. American white people and, just, and, and other white just people. Blowjob innuendos all throughout the videos. Tight, terrible platinum. <laughs> she's diamond, dude. But no, Hobo Johnson has real talent. He so don't take the jokes. He's he's so more than jokes. So does Britney Spears. What I'm saying is you can have talent in in many different ways. Talent takes many different forms. Well, this, to me, feels... It, as an album, Jake, this is not something that most people would listen to. No, but it is excellent. It's excellent, but it, it's alienating. So I would say that jumping into this and thinking of it as more of a play would really... It, I think it opens up a different listening experience. The, when I make my notes, I, I, I label them the same way. So I kind of like to go back after I've written them and look at like the order of what I said. Yeah. And usually like the, my most concise thought is the last one, logically. Okay. So my last highlight is it's sad enough to make you think about life, but funny enough at times to make you forget about being sad. Because when I first heard of Hobo Johnson, I heard Peach Scone, it was kind of more jokes. So I was like, okay, he's going to be like a young gravy of like the indie alternative scene. Right. Like... Hip hop fans may not like him, right. but I was like, he's just gonna kind of be, he's gonna kind of be a meme guy. Mm -hmm. And then I was, and that's kind of my anticipation going into it. And typical story kind of played into that theme. But then as I was going, I was like, no, he's he's really talking on this. Are there any songs you want to hit? Because I do want to keep this episode kind of short, and I'm sorry that it has to be on Hobo Johnson. But are I there mean, any songs you want to talk about specifically? Um, 
mover aware was good where he's just talking about that girl. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that one. Um, Ugly Kid, we already talked about. Was I mean, that, that was just... That hurt like your soul. Yeah, yeah. To it. it really I already talked about you and the cockroach, Super Cross Trek. Um, Moonlight, Moonlight was a bit more of like a romantic song. Moonlight was when I was like, okay, he's... Like, that's when I was like, damn, okay, he's really talking. Like, now you have my attention. Mm. He said... I, and I, he just has a very deep way of talking. Uh-huh. He yeah, says, he's really good at expounding himself. And, and it sounds like old Gambino, too. Yeah, he like, says, I really... Yeah, just how creative yeah. the bars are. It felt like more like... It kind feels of creative like writing. Yeah. If you guys go back like and listen to Childish Gambino's camp, by the way, now I know what I'm listening to when I'm driving home now. Yeah. Sheesh, I gotta He go says, I really, it's talking about not wanting to be in his home. Like he's just out on the road. He doesn't want to be at home. And he's saying, he says, after I don't want to be at home, I really think there's something wrong with all my mirrors. Right. Like, so really, and I got to think about that. Like, damn, look how, at himself. Well, yeah. How uncomfortable would you be in a, in a house? Like that, that, that is living alone. Well, I'm saying like, if you couldn't look in a mirror. Like you had to go to work, not looking like that. Really is like detrimental to your life, and that's what he's saying by that yeah. line. He just can't. He just can't seem to look at himself. Yeah, yeah. He can't stand the side of himself. I I somehow relate to that very much. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you like Paul Johnson. I just I I really this song this album was really touching and it was very emotional. I mean, it, it's very emotional. I've toyed me. with the idea. I'm like thinking, like, is this top, in my it top is. ten this year? Because um, I'm looking at it like kind of the same way that the iTunes may have looked at it. Like, is it rap enough? Mm-hmm. But it's definitely it'll definitely it's be an honorable mention. I think, and it's it may enough. get put into the top ten. I need to listen to it more. I I I've listened to it three times. I appreciate this album and this. I put this album in the same light that I do. Maybe not as high, yeah. r- rating wise. So chill when I say this, but like Igor. Where it's about the concept, it's it's about this story that the album can tell. And we don't have a lot of albums like these anymore. The last one that I would say is... I Don't Like Shit was very much like that. Like, it made you feel yeah. like you, how was, he was feeling. Yeah. I Don't Like Shit is really... If you listen to that at night, you're going to go to bed like just like, oh. Yeah. Like, it, it's like you feel like Earl's pain. But I was actually going to compare it to um, something like... Uh, not good kid, Mad City. Uh, oh, Jay Z's four forty four, where yeah. it was it was a it was personal. It took you down into the mind of the of the artist. Maybe not as concise as Jay Z's because I mean Jay Z's a lot older, so he has a lot more to reflect on. Yeah. But this is a young artist reflecting on himself, making fun of himself, being self disparaging, also just talking about the difficulties he's had in his life. Uh, his fear of dying. It's a very vulnerable album, and it really, at times for me, it got it got like a bit of an emotional reaction. Happiness is where I think that that feeling peaked because he that's the that's one where he's talking about how he got too intoxicated. He he said he took two pills and felt great, but he ended his one of the best relationships he had, and he said something critical to this girl who wanted to be a writer. Do you remember that? Yeah, song? and she leaves him. And then he's like, when he sobers up, he's like, damn, I messed up. She's really going to write that book and talk about how big of a fool I am. And he's talking, he goes on to like talk about how he doesn't want to live. And then at the end, he brings it full circle and kind of like makes you feel better about it. Right. But I, I but wrote, it's, like that my goes exact words, head. Jesus Christ, this hurts my soul. And it goes through your head as like a person. Have you ever just done something and been like, yeah, Jesus Christ, why I do that? God, if I, if, if it all ended right now, I would feel much more relieved than the pain that I'm feeling as I'm yeah. sitting here. Like... We've all had those those kind that, of feelings. that song got a ten out of ten, and I haven't given a lot of those this year. Yeah, I do. Do you have any more? The only other one I think kind of 
brings up a point about him, the ode to Justin Bieber. I thought he was going to kind of like riff on him, right? but he really kind of is like, I think he kind of outed himself as a Bieber stan. Yeah. Like he kind of is like how I am with Kanye. Like when I defend his behavior, like, bro, how would you feel if you go to your garage and there's people taking pictures of you? Yeah. I mean, that's a real argument for acting that way. I would be on edge too. And that's pretty much what he's saying. Like Justin Bieber's obviously had some problems, but wouldn't you if you bought your mom a house at 13 years old? Right. Like he said, he says like you bought your mom a house at thirteen. That fucks you up mentally. That's not a new idea, you know. That's why we say a lot of artists like Lil Wayne yeah. and uh, Lil Wayne and and even like Britney Spears are just kind of out of touch with reality. Yeah. Like they don't really have to live in the same world we live in. Yeah. They don't wake up and at seven in the morning and go there's, to a job. There's one lyric I wanted to bring up. Sorry, off of February fifteenth. Uh-huh. He's saying he's talking. That's the one where it was supposed to be like a live show. It's supposed to sound right. like a live performance. He says, and in a couple years, I'm going to pay to make it stop after he's, like, talking about how bad his life is. Do you think he's talking about assisted suicide? Have you been reading on how, like, accepted that's becoming, like, around the world? Like, where you can go to a hospital and they will no. essentially lethal, it's lethal injection, essentially. They'll and, do it for you mm-hmm. if you go in there? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think I just thought it, I, don't think I tried looking at it different be. ways and I was like, I don't want to talk about the issue because that's a huge that's issue. Fucked. I don't want to get no, into no, that. No, 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 that's fucked. Like, we have suicide prevention hotlines. Why are we going to also... No, 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 no. It's, it's, You can't just say no, I'm if depressed. You're sick. Yeah, if, if you're sick. If you're sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, of course, that's that's called euthanasia. And, but the, and, the argument in yeah. that whole... I'm not, I don't want to get into the morality of it, yeah. but the argument is you don't have that's where it will lead to. Right. Like, okay, we can let the... Only if you have this problem, but how much better... Like, you can see business... How much happier would the world be without sad people? That's coming, bro. Watch Black Mirror. Yeah. But it's just... It's just... Yeah. I could feel it. I mean, it's a scary... It's, it's a one scary of those... It's like 1984. Concept. Concept. And I just... In the context of that lyric, I'm thinking, what could he What could he really be talking about? Yeah. Maybe he's just talking about his career. Like, maybe he just doesn't want to be famous for long. It could yeah. be that, too. I could see it being interpreted like that. But it's John... The, the album's genre-bending. Each track's different. Um, I highly recommend this. Me, too. I, I really... I think to me this is again more like a movie. It's not a typical hip hop album. However, if some similar artists, I would say if you're into somebody like a Logic, if you're into even like Mac DeMarco, yeah. if you're into some sort of, if you're into like garage rock, uh, there's a lot of elements of that here. So check it out and uh, let us know what you think. Um, yeah. My favorite songs off the project are Typical Story. Um, Ugly Kid, You and the Cockroach, Subaru Crosstrek, and I Want a Dog. So all of them. <laughs> I gave my five. <laughs> uh, mine was Typical Story, Ugly Kid, uh, Subaru Crosstrek, and Sorry My Dear. We're in sync on this on yeah. these two, huh? Yeah. All right, what are you giving? Got a nine. Wow. Okay. I mean, there's I, I have no criticism of it except the and it was. Just a thought, like, is this going to be good? Like, in two years, when I go back and listen to this, right? Like, well, I want to hear that. It's story good for again. the moment, right now. You're yeah. giving me the nine. Um, I I would give this. I would give this about a like seven point five to an eight. Okay, I'm feeling it, and I like what he's offering. And I think if he could even go on, if if he could take some of these and like expound and make something even longer, I that think, would be really good. I think some of the artists we've described and even some some other more abstract artists are going to see this album, and mm-hmm. we may see Hobo Johnson on like an Features indie rap. Stuff. Maybe so. Yeah, like a, so. even an Earth Gang. Somebody different would Shout do something cool with Hobo Johnson. I hope we spoke that into existence. I hope that yeah. one day we could see that maybe. Hobo Johnson and yes. Earth Gang. 
We skipped this last week, so we'll be quick. Oh, yeah. Instead of the good note, we're doing these writing prompts if you yeah. haven't been with us. We we totally just... Fu- last week was our first day back in a yeah, while, from so vacation. it was a bit rusty. Hakeem had a vacation. We did one episode. Yeah. I went on vacation. Just, yeah, you got to shake off the rust. Yeah, we, we were a little rusty. Yeah. We were a little rusty last week. So the question this week is, what in this world makes you feel so small and what are you in awe of about it? Oh, I think I think computers. Computers make me feel really small, and I think I really do think like they'll. That, I touched. Us. I, I touched on that when I expounded. I'm just gonna yeah. read it, and then if there's anything that you think is similar. Yeah. So I said traveling. It's so easy to get bogged down and tunnel visioned on our own lives. I said um, that when you when I travel, it reminds me that I'm not the only one on Earth. Like you know, like routine. Like you do the same thing every day. Like not. I'm not saying like loop. Like this, this isn't. I'm not split right. personality yeah. but when you do the same thing like you just are so focused you on what you're the doing same life. Yeah, you work, live the same life home, every day. work home work yeah. home so you almost are like so focused on you your neighbors like just a small vicinity around you that it just feels like you're the only one and just going on vacation I flew and got on a boat and went to the middle of nowhere so it was very humbling like I got up over, I was like damn Greenville feels so big like it takes me 45 minutes to get to places in my hometown I just flew like right over top of it right um but the, the aspects planes seeing like how high we are like damn there's that many people down there mm-hmm. and look at the space like you're that close to space look at all the like terror like there's so many unknowns that's what's i was like damn like you're tiny like i'm looking at these people down on earth and i'm feeling tiny what's up there what we don't know that's right. the thing. so that aspect the cruise bro Earth is so vast, like it, it's small in reality. So much like water. To everything else, you don't know what is down there, what is out there. And then social media makes Something like sixty percent. It's a large percentage of the ocean has been unexplored. By yeah. the way, so we really don't know what's down. There. I mean, it's like exploring space because of the pressures. Right. Um, but social media plays a huge part into why we feel this way. Like before, like damn, you had the Oregon Trail. You had to get on a wooden car and get pulled by a horse like yeah damn the earth felt big you're like damn there's a lot of fucking shit out here it takes six months to get to colorado but now i can see probably an underage girl posed in on a beach as a model in california from my phone coast to coast on Instagram, like it's not age too it's the truth he's not my bad baby by the way no i'm talking about IG thoughts. My bad baby. Shout out to my baby i just wanted to be more creative than IG thoughts (laughs) you have all, all these IG thoughts in California, and yes. we're seeing it over here like that. Yeah, I and prefer that feels like our life. Analogy. Like what we subscribe to plays into this living the same life. Like, well, you're you're living in an information bubble. It's this constant confirmation bias. Everybody that you follow, the you news, essentially you, you create get the news reality. you want to get. Yeah, yeah. like and that's why news now is more reactive, and it's, the impact is different. And this is exactly what I wrote. And this I, this is kind of a trigger warning, maybe. Okay. I said a... I'll get triggered for you guys. I mean triggered for just our area of life. Probably not our listeners, but our area of the country. Okay. Um, Seeing a school shooting on Twitter is different than having a school shooting in your neighborhood. Like, do you remember a couple years ago they had that school shooting in Anderson and like two kids got killed? Okay. Like, it's it's different when it's like... It really does hit home. Yeah. Like, you see it on TV and you're like... It like, feels more real when stuff happens. Well, yeah, like because you. you don't think it's going to happen to you. That's when we watch yeah. the news. We think like all this bad stuff is happening very far away. So I think social media makes people feel like that's why to me traveling and 
getting out of what I do every day and being on vacation. I think that's probably why. That's I the point too. of that's the point of vacation too. It's like to a regain reset. perspective. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's getting away from your day to day life is always recommended. Yeah. You're right, and it does just. And when you when you get to everybody should travel out of the country to experience cultures to get rid of that uh, home based bias that we have. Yeah, you, know? and you don't even have to travel. Travel like no, I don't no, have no. a passport and I went to foreign countries. No, just and go on still a carnival. By what I saw, just go on a carnival cruise. I'm not plugging. This isn't a sponsor. Shout out to it Carnival. Could be a sponsor. This episode sponsored by Carnival. But I'm serious. You can you can go with just a, not a passport and a license and go be humbled. Like I drove around in a jeep in a. I mean, there were people. I've been to water. third world country, dude. Yeah, I know you've seen it worse than me. It's going on, yeah. And it's humbling just that. I mean, shit. Go to go to a bad neighborhood in your hometown, and you'll be humbled. Yes. Always. And not everybody has it as good as you. If you're listening to us right now, you have fucking internet, so you're doing better than ninety percent of the world. Yeah. And not saying rural areas don't have internet, but the world. The fact that you're listening globe. to a podcast, you're probably doing all right for yourself. Yeah. And thank you for listening to us. We appreciate it. See, the writing prompts eliminated the good note, but it actually enhanced the good note. It's a, it was a good note. Go travel. Experience the world around you. And don't live in your own confirmation bubble. Speak to people with alternate views and learn more about yourself in that way. Challenge what you believe. Yeah. Hakeem didn't like to get tied up. I like to get tied up. And now he likes to get tied up. So just talk to people that... Don't share the same belief. I can't confirm or deny this information. He did, come on, bro. This is like Tyler and Vince. You gotta say no. <laughs> you remember that interview? Yes, bro. No, oh, you were supposed to deny that really quick. Not that no, there's anything no. wrong with that. Hey, I listen. know that's the cop out, but there's nothing wrong with that. But I can't confirm or deny, it, guys. I'm not a king shamer. I mean, maybe I like to be tied up, but not with Hakeem. <laughs> it's like a weird turn. Yeah. Actually, guys, Jake's tied up right now, yeah. and um, I have to go whip him. So. Thank yes. you guys so much. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Before we leave on this long ass podcast, very random. I hope you guys stick around. Stuck around for this one. <laughs> we went off. Um, what are you listening to? Um, a lot of Howard Johnson. A lot of Mirrorland. Uh, I see the Young <coughs> MA album added to your library. Pre-added. I'm ready. Her story. That freestyle was hard. Yeah. There's apparently already five tracks out. Two. One. One. Two. Three. Four, I'm excited. Five, six tracks. And that may just be because it's something different. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, what else you listen to? Uh, Willie Nelson. Of course. Yeah. You always, always got Willie in the cut. Always. always. If, there's always, if there's not a Willie song and an Al Green song been played like in the last 24 hours of my house. Something's wrong. Yeah, somebody's dead <laughs> or dying. Uh, Jack Harlow dropped. Okay, I definitely need to go listen to that. He has that song "Through the Night" with Bryson Tiller. They did a video. He's together. one I could see like picking up a Hobo Johnson. Like that's who I met. Like other kind of rap artists. He's a bit more traditional though. You know, he's like a hip hop artist. I would say. Yeah, but I'm saying like you could like a Hobo Johnson featured on a Jack Harlow song. That's yeah, wouldn't sound crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's out of the norm. Yeah, maybe we'll yeah, give like that one a review. Oh, we're not premiering anything. Maybe we'll give that one a review next time. Huh? Yeah, I like Jack Harlow. Okay, so we'll talk about Jack Harlow next. Um, also coming out, FKA Twigs. If you guys don't listen to, she's a very ethereal pop artist. Yes. She has EP1 that came out. That's probably what she's most known for. She's very eccentric. Um, she has a song with Future out right now, Holy Terrain, that I listened to that's really great. And um, she keeps, her music is, she's very, thank you. She's, thank you Future for dropping by. She's, uh, she's very eccentric though. I'm excited for that. Magdalene. Is the name of the album, and um, Jake to to take us out. I have a song for us. 
Oldie But Goodie. Thank you guys so much for listening to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, this is what Steph, Clay, and Dre play now that Durant's gone. We don't need him. Let's get pumped up. We don't need him. The locker room's a lot better without his seven-foot ass in here. We're going 50 and 40 next next season. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see ya!